This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Okay, we are going to switch to something that was the subject of an editorial in both major papers today, and that is the color of Toronto police cars. Have you seen those gray Darth Vader-esque vehicles the police chief thought were so cool? He's admitted that he chose the new look on his own without, uh, and this is a quote, giving it too much thought. Now he's dealing with the backlash. One color expert says that the militaristic look conveys oppressive, aggressive, intimidating, and combating combative traits. Now, if you haven't seen these cars, uh, just go to our website. We've had them posted there all morning. We want to hear what you think. But I think most people have already gotten a load of these cars. Um, Saunders, the police chief, has said that he won't order any more gray cars since city council passed a motion asking the Toronto Police Services to retain the current color scheme, that is, the white cars with the blue and red lettering, quote, pending further review. Now, so far, there are about 100 of these gray cars on the streets out of a 750-car fleet. And uh, that is, according to a Toronto Police Service statement, which is about all they have to say on the matter at the moment. Personally, I'm curious about how much this reversal of a very lightly made color scheme decision is going to cost us all. And uh, I want to know what you think. Does this choice show that Toronto Police Service is trying to move to become more militaristic, like a a lot of police forces south of the border? Or, frankly, is, is worrying about the color of the cars kind of a first world problem? On the line, we have Councillor Joe Mehevic, who uh, also asked the police service to back off of these colors. Councillor Mehevic, thank you so much for joining us. Great to be on your show. Okay, so um, what is what was Council's thought on these cars? Well, it wasn't a hotly debated uh, issue at Council. It, uh, it was during the section of the Council where we have all kinds of different motions, about 30, 40, sometimes as many as 70 motions going through. So it was a vote on whether to basically ask, and of course you, you know that council doesn't directly control the police. We we have a police services board that does that, but we, we can make recommendations to them, and here the recommendation was made that they uh, review the color scheme and uh, make appropriate changes. Mm-hmm. And that passed, and that passed 13. 13 on the negative side to 26 on the positive side. And and uh, have you heard from your constituents about it? N- not not too much, uh, a little bit, but really not not too much. I, I wouldn't say it's a burning issue, but it is. Uh, it certainly has uh, made its way to our office. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the cars? Well, um, I'm not really a color expert, and I think my family will say, Joe, keep Joe away from colors as much as possible. <laughs> 
Um, however, having said that, and if you really do look at, if you put the a picture of the old car, which is predominantly white, beside a picture of the new car, which is predominantly gray in this kind of grayish blue, um, the old car does look much more friendly, and the new car does look, uh, as as you put it, kind of Darth Vader or more militaristic. And uh, in an air in an era where color and branding is really really important i i think the point is well is is well taken so it's not something that you know anyone's going to go to war over but color is important branding is important how you present yourself to the public is important and so in that in that vein i think uh asking the police services to do a review of it uh is is uh, probably a good thing and indeed the police chief has already said that uh, he has uh, stopped the ordering of uh, that particular color and we'll review it for the upcoming vehicles. I've, I've got to tell you that, that to me, those cars, they kind of look like those muscle cars. And when I look at them, I, I, I would frankly expect to see somebody in that car that the police might be looking for, not, not a police officer. I mean, also the, the white cars, they're very kind of, um, you know, um, they look like a family car, a suburban car, and and these like don't. They kind of have a little bit of the outlaw about them. The outlaw or the hotshot, uh, <laughs> kind of hotshotty. Uh, I'm going to take you on a look, and may, maybe that's that's to the point. And um, I, I, I'm not really an expert on how color matches perception of what happens i mean in the end of the at the end of the day it'll be the same police officer driving the white one or the gray one uh and they'll uh, for sure going to be doing a, a good job however in terms of presentation we are trying to move towards from one paradigm of policing uh, call it a more of a um i don't know uh top down or kind of kind of cops and robbers policing approach to a more community based policing approach uh, where police officers are welcome into communities, where they are part of communities, where where c- policing is really part of a community response to safety and security in an area. In an area, and if you have these vehicles that kind of don't give that impression, then uh, probably they need to change their color. Yeah, and I mean the other thing is, like, quite frankly, and I am not a wild driver, but you know, um, I like to know, <laughs> frankly. When the, when I'm you know in front of or behind a, a cop car, and with these gray ones, it's it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, it, it it is because it is non-white. Like who buys a white car these days? A lot of people do, but this one you can see the markings really easily. That's right. So the old police cars, you could tell right away it's a police vehicle. Okay. Uh, partly because they were slow white. down. <laughs> stop! Stop giving the finger to the other driver. That's right. And and now with these uh, new vehicles, uh, they're going to blend in in a different kind of way. Or you might think that it's some some young person who's uh, got his pedal to the metal uh, uh, that is behind you. So it, I th- I think it gives the wrong impression. Okay. Um- Joe, uh, we have got to take a quick break. Please hold on. And callers, we will get to you and your thoughts on those police cars on the other side of the break. Before we go, the numbers to call 416-367-0740. That's 360-0740 or toll free 1-866-740-4740. And we'll be back after this. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. 
Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. I'm on the line with Councillor Joe Mahevic. We're talking about those grey police cars that Toronto Police are uh, backing off of. There are about 100 of them on the roads. A lot of people have complained. City Council asked uh, the Police Services Board, asked the police to uh, review this. It was apparently a decision that Chief Mark Saunders just kind of made on his own uh, without giving it too much thought. And people have a lot to say about it. Um, Before that, uh, Councillor Mahevic, do you have any idea idea how much backing off of this is going to cost? Uh, No, I don't. I haven't uh, seen any numbers on this whatsoever. Uh, Do you think it'd be a lot? Um, I Frankly, I suspect it will be no cost, seeing that uh, we're not repainting or they're not repainting the existing ones. It will be the ones that will be ordered on a go-forward basis, so the remaining 650, not the original 100. Uh, Well, unless they decide to repaint those. Uh, and, you know, maybe that's something that they, the, the Police Services Board will make a decision on, but certainly none of that has come to council. And, and frankly, uh, I think looking backwards, the 100, they're going to eventually uh, do their five to seven years of service. And uh, I, I don't think they need to be repainted, but certainly the go-forward ones, let them be repainted. We, don't, we, we have never had all the same cars always, every, each and every one. There, we have different, different fleets and different models for different, uh, uh, for different eras. So we don't order them all at once and then the whole fleet changes. It's done sequentially, frankly, each and every year. So uh, let this just be uh, part, of the, part of the fleet and on the go-forward basis make the correction. It's the way I would manage it, but it, that really is up to the Police Services Board and the Police Chief. Okay, uh, we've got uh, callers waiting. Let's uh, hear from them. Hello, Ed. Hello. What do you think of these uh, great cars? Well, obviously... Um for emergencies like that, you touched on a bit. It's much more visible with the old car, uh, and in emergencies, uh, you would definitely want uh, the car to be visible, not only with its uh, lights going and so on. So, or if people are trying to flag them down for help, the visible color would obviously uh, be uh, the white and and the familiar color that they had, which is, stands out much more than the camouflage-type color that you're talking about, um, uh, or that they've repainted some of the vehicles. And I agree with uh, Councillor Mahevic. They should not be repainted uh, unless uh, Saunders wants to pay to do it, because <laughs> I don't know why he would uh, make a decision like that without going to the council, and then the council obviously are taking input from the people like they should. Well, uh, I, th- I, th- I suspect that he has learned um, a lesson about this. He probably well, thought it was kind of no big this. deal. Uh, that's irresponsible on his part. Uh, he should be uh, disciplined for that, I believe. Okay, Ed. Um, good points uh, on the uh, sirens. Used, uh, like uh, Councillor Mahivik said, for other uses, they could use them for traffic where they do try to uh, camouflage the cars, eh? Okay, that's another suggestion. Thanks a lot, Ed. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, uh, let's go to Darlene. Hello, Darlene in Toronto. Yeah, hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Okay, I used to work for the police. I was I retired as a civilian. Right. Uh, four years ago. But, Libby, to my, my opinion, 
I like the cars. It's uh, in the future. It's a, they're compact. I like the color. And I think that Chief Saunders knows what he's doing. Uh, what do you think about the uh, argument that they're going to be harder to see if they've got the sirens on and they're trying to do a, a chase, that harder to flag down, and they kind of look um, forbidding? No. No. I don't think so. It's a new thing, and everybody has to get used to it, like we all do. Okay, so you're for the cars. Well, yeah, I work there, and I, I know Chief Saunders is doing a great job. Okay. Thank you very much for that. Thank you, Libby. Take care. Okay, you Bye. too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, Noel in Toronto. Hi, Noel. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm back again. You're uh, back again, twice yes. in one show. That's Yes, I oh. love that's what I'm telling you. Because you know what? Just now, I totally disagree with Ken, and I'm totally there with Darlene. She said the right things. I'm not a police officer. I'm a very common civilian. I, I just do a private job, and I'm totally there with Chief Saunders. He's been the right damn thing. He's okay. the right damn thing to get all the unlawful people. What is the thing Ken just said? To flag on a police car? How many years he's living in Canada? You're supposed to call 911, not flag down a police car. You're supposed to call 911. Okay, tell Noel. Them, tell them where you are. Noel, we're going to yes. give somebody else a chance today. Thank Thanks you. for well, your I'm call. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, Tony in Mississauga. Yeah, hi. So I truly believe that that is the impression that they want to give off with the dark police cars. They want to put out that image that they're forced to be reckoned with, that they're not going to be easy on these ricers and these people that want to race around the streets. They don't want to be seen or be highly visible, so they blend in nicely, especially at night when a lot of the street racing goes on. They're very hard to see the vehicles, and that is the whole impetus of doing this, I believe. Street racing? I don't think, I don't think they should have all the cars painted that way, but I think like a blending of it for that purpose and for those usages, I can see it. I, I don't get the idea. I mean, I think that if you have company vehicles that are painted, they, sh- they should all kind of look the same. Uh, just, you know, from a branding perspective, that's what makes sense well, to me. They have all the decaling, even though it's more obscure, but the decaling is all there. All the numbers, the name police is on the vehicle. Obviously, it's blended in. Mm-hmm. So you're so really concerned about uh, street racing, it sounds like. Well, I live down in the Etobicoke area of the city. And I'm telling you, every night coming off the highway, it's motorcycles and these guys with the small Hondas or, or Japanese cars screaming up and down there. And then we wonder, like people like uh, Meritori, why we have so many incidences of people getting hit or collisions. And they got to do something about it. <clears throat> and I think these vehicles will suit a purpose for that for that necessity, where they won't be highly seen and they can camouflage themselves and hopefully they can get some more of these people off the streets. Okay, Tony, thank you for that. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Councillor Mehevic, um, do you uh, agree with that, that they'd be good for certain purposes like street racing? Uh, well, I-, I can see the color depending on the function that the police are are performing if it is something related to call it more undercover work or semi undercover work where they're uh, they're involved in um, really frontline 
the nasty side of policing, you might say, um, that the vehicles might be more helpful. Um, if, the, if, on the other hand, it is a community event and there are police vehicles at a community event, maybe the more traditional white look might be more, might be more helpful. So I, I have no, I don't think as long as the decals are the same, maybe that's the brand, uh, but the colors uh, can be different depending on the different purposes. This isn't a statement, by the way, as one, one of your callers thought uh, about uh, Chief uh, Saunders. He's doing, yes, he is doing a, a very good job. Where it's not, it's not about that at all. I think if you, uh, me, me thinks that perhaps this was one of those where you ask the guys what color to paint the house, and that's uh, without over gender, over simplifying it on a gender basis. You know, many. I sometimes ask folks, do you know the color of your bedroom? And you know what? Most guys, they can't identify the color of their bedroom. <laughs> and uh, it's just not something that certainly I pay attention to. But once you, once you notice it, then you say, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that gives off this impression, this gives off that impression. Um, but, uh, and, and maybe this is one of those. What we want really is the police chief, and he's agreed to do it, is to do this thoughtfully. So, you know, if there's some security issues at stake here, if there's a branding issue at stake here, if there's a desire to be more community-focused in, in police, then you want your color and your brand to reflect that. And so we want that done thoughtfully. And, of course, the chief has agreed to do that. So we're, we're in a good place right now. But let me ask you this. Do you think the chief has maybe learned a, a little lesson? Because, again, I, it just sounds like he, he just – and he said, I didn't give it too much thought. Yes. Well, that comment's an interesting one. Again, going back to the home image, sometimes I, when I come down uh, to, to breakfast and um, – uh, I have one shirt, one color shirt on, a different color pants on, and and uh, the the women in my house tell me, "Go back upstairs, Dad. This <laughs> that color just doesn't." It sounds so guy <laughs> that uh, maybe that's what was. Maybe he he confessed a little bit uh, uh, about that uh, with his uh, with his statement. But now now that I notice it, now that he notices it, he's taking corrective a- action, and that's to his credit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're uh, you're pretty sure that it's not going to end up costing us any more money. Well, I hope not. Certainly, I, I wouldn't be supportive of that. Uh, I think it's just time to, on a go forward basis, do this a little bit more thoughtfully, and uh, and make sure that the image that we present ourselves as uh, police officers, as as uh, as the police doing their their work, is reflected in the color and the branding uh, that's present in the cars. Yeah, well, I mean, I know that Saunders was saying he thought this would go along with modernizing the force. Well, um, yes, and there's many ways of modernizing or perceiving that, and what, what he... what. The public is saying is is that we do want to modernize, and for us, modernizing means a kind of community-based, engaged policing model. And uh, what this car does that car fit into that? And I think the overwhelming uh, feeling of folks, and especially the experts who who you know pay attention to color and how color uh, adds or detracts from your branding, are saying that this doesn't cut it from a community-based policing perspective. Well, I've got to say, I, I, I have to agree with that. Um, just my eyes and uh, being, uh, you know, since being not a guy, I, I do pay a lot of attention to color. Anyway, uh, Councillor Joe Mahevic, thank you so much for that. We appreciate it. Thank you, Libby. All the best. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. 
Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.